Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Great Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. My guest today is someone who I've had the pleasure of speaking with in the past. We found out two years ago, right? It's, it's been thought, two years. I really thought it was a year. Too long. Um, but it's definitely time for us to catch up because we said a year, two years ago, we said you need to come on in a year and talk about everything yeah. that you've done. Yes. So now you must have a lot of built up information uh, for so me much. after two years. I'm, re- I'm ready to vomit <laughs> all that's happened over the past two years. Um, so you're a singer songwriter originally from Alabama. You've toured with artists and including Kelsey Ballerini, Dan and Shay, Thomas Rhett, Old Dominion, many more, which yeah. those are huge. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're huge, so yeah. there you go. That voice is Walker Hayes. Um, <laughs> and this year you are set out to headline your very own tour, right? Called Dream right. On It? Yeah, well, we did our, we did. You that did tour. it already? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you already done it? We did it, fairs and festivals. Yeah, we're cruising right now. Right now we're oh doing gosh. nothing. I don't even know. Oh, that's nice. We just released a new uh, eight track yes. called Black Sheep. So that's kind of high on the priority list as yeah. far as like things I need to sell yeah. to your listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but, tell us about it. Yeah. So I do the first the thing that started my whole career was music we gave away for free. Yeah. And we did them on these things called eight tracks. And the first one's called Good Shit. And the second one was called uh, Break the Internet. And yeah. they did well. One reason they did well is because they were free. Yes. And um, but people the music circulated and honestly that's still the music that fans know the most. Yeah. Like the diehard fans love the eight tracks more than albums. Really? And yeah, and so I couldn't wait to put another one of those out. So we just did one called Black Sheep and mm-hmm. it's just so it's a it's such a great I mean, I'm so proud of the project. It's it's all the eight tracks are songs about my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh they're about my struggles with mm-hmm. alcoholism. They're about Anything that's real life. So, you know, going into a writer's room, there's no rules. Uh, Production-wise, they're just crazy, and um, they're not fixed. I'm not a huge fan of polish. Like, I don't really love making albums. I don't love... The, the commercial yeah. radio side that much it's yeah. just so perfect mm-hmm. that it's almost boring yep. to me and um so yeah these eight tracks are a great you know way for me to just to get sloppy i like it though because i feel like that's a true artist i always loved nirvana for that yeah like i always loved that kurt cobain would just like sing like whatever if he hit a note that was yeah. a little off he just kept, you know it, it's just uh, yeah. so raw and i feel like that's a true a true artist yeah no and that's why you know these things these eight tracks i make them in our bedroom so yeah. in some really some t- yeah so sometimes you can literally hear like some movie my kids are watching next door or they're screaming or fighting and they're you know you can just kind of hear it in the Whoa, background that's yeah awesome it's neat it's just super neat so i love I'm, that and i'm what, lucky i get to do those and what is tell me about black sheep and how, how you so black sheep is um i just gonna be honest i love urban music mm-hmm. like when old town road came out i was a little jealous i was like i love <laughs> yeah. that like i want to do that yeah you know and so uh so honestly walking around the house one day i just started going black sheep black chevy mobile wasn't ready and now I, I was like i don't care i was like that just feels so good and i want bass yeah and growing up my, my wife she would love to make fun of me but when, when i was growing up 
um, my favorite thing in the world was just bass. Yeah. I just loved, I, I wanted like more speakers in my car. I yeah. spent money I didn't have on bass. Yeah. I, I had a problem. Like <laughs> I was that guy and I wanted to see how loud I can make it go boom And you had nowhere car. to go. You just were doing loser laps around Dude, anywhere just to hear the bass. Exactly. Yeah. Like drive to the mall yeah. just to get in the lot, be loud, and then get in my car and be loud again yeah. and drive away. And uh, I was that kid. I just loved it. And I, I listened to like Two Live Crew and Kilo and um, just all kinds of like any anything with bass. I even bought, like if you've ever seen CDs in a, in a store where it's like nothing but bass yeah. or king of bass like I, I was the guy I was the white guy yeah. that bought those CDs and, and I <laughs> that don't make you bad I, people I mean multiple times as, as, a, as a teenager I would just park my car in like a lot yeah. and walk and see how far you could still hear my car and I was like that's very, amazing very passionate about yes, the bass I love bass yeah. I love the way it, 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 it feels and uh, but yeah we man that's what that's what the song Black Sheep is about and I, I did date Lainey in high school and yeah. I I remember she liked it too. I remember we had golf balls in my center console and when the bass hit in a certain song, they would just start spinning. Yeah. Like it shook the whole car and she would be like, Oh wow you know, and I was like <laughs> I was like, I'm impressing her. That you was know? your game. You yeah, it good was. Bass. yeah. It was like step step in the car, like see <laughs> see see what's up, see what I'm working with. But yeah, we we just had we had fun. I'd be like, Look at the rear view, it's shaking, you know, that's and so- I don't know. I know it sounds funny, but that's like that was my thing. I didn't like Love to mud ride yeah. or hunt or anything. Yeah. I, I was like, I wanted, I wanted a truck specifically. I wanted a SUV, yeah, so that and you could just fill up the back with just speakers. Now, okay, was this a small town that you grew? This up Mobile. In? I mean, it's it's a lot smaller than Nashville, yeah. and it's a lot, you know, not not to like n- knock Mobile, but it's behind, you yeah. know, like yeah. pe- people, not a lot of Teslas in yeah. Mobile, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I feel that way about where I grew up though, because I'm I'm also laughing at the story. Because yeah. I feel like that's so many. That was so many of my buddies growing oh, yeah. up. Like yeah. I, I remember thinking it was hot if a guy had like a good bass. Yes! His, ah! I love that. <laughs> See, I know. I and, did, and it made me think like maybe that's a small town thing because like what else do you really have to get excited about? So and especially if you like music, I know. You know yeah, you're just, your sound system. Yeah, like, I, and and I love that you said that because. Maybe that's why I thought. Like I even had a nice sound system in my room. Yeah. And now I imagine like me in my bedroom like tricking out a sound and I'm like why would I do that but growing up I yeah. mean it was your, you you know like you talking about Nirvana yeah music was life like it man, really was you're a dude and I think it's kind of like that as a kid now but like it's it's just what gets you up yeah. every day I mean music I just I couldn't get enough of it like yeah. I, I did I spent money on music and how to make it louder like yeah. that's I don't know. That's what I blew all my oh, money on. I think it's great. It's but yeah. It, I, how are your eardrums? They're good. You oh, know, they are? I actually have I, I have an Altima now, and a lot more practical. Yeah. But I do have two tens in the in the trunk, really? which I'm like, dude, as a 39 year old dude with six kids, like that's probably <laughs> a little geeky. I don't I don't know, but I don't care. No, like, it doesn't I, matter. My it makes kids you love happy. it. There yeah. You go. I drive through my suburban neighborhood like just just thumping, <laughs> and I think what's What's even dorkier is I thought my own music. I'm like, hey, this is me. That's not dorky. 
<laughs> You're like promoting it around I your am. neighborhood. <laughs> I love I love going in like a Starbucks line and being like, I hope they ask what this is. Like, where can I get this great music? And I'm like, like, well, actually, it's me. <laughs> You're like, I'm so glad you asked. Yes. That was like me the other day. I went through Starbucks drive through and I have like a scrunchie line. And oh, so yes. this girl was like, oh, I love your scrunchie. And I was like, oh, you do? I'm like, well, have you ever heard of at uh, do edit on Instagram? Go give That's it a amazing. follow. They have the best scrunchies. And she was like, I will. Did so, she? But you didn't tell her your involvement. You you just were like, hey, go here. Yeah. But you sold it. Yeah. And then she'll probably find out and be like, oh my God, I was a girl. I hope so. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but a yeah. Moment. Starbucks drive throughs Things That's, happen. It's <laughs> <this is> awesome. <laughs> Things happen. Let's talk about my favorite beverage, one of them anyways, LaCroix Sparkling Water. It delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. LaCroix's 25 flavors are derived from natural sources with natural fruit essences, and this is one of the reasons I love it so much, other than it tastes delicious, of course. I love that it's derived from natural sources, so I can feel good about drinking it all day, every day. Distinctive packaging, robust aroma, and natural essences make LaCroix the innocent alternative for health-conscious consumers like myself, someone who's really working on being more conscious about health and what I put into my body. There are 25 LaCroix flavors. The newest addition to the family is hibiscus. The LaCroix family also includes six LaCroix curate flavors that have a bolder flavor profile and four Nicola flavors, all inclusive of the same innocent nutritionals. Enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. LaCroix sparkling water is available nationwide. So for a full list of retailers, visit www.lacroixwater.com. And for more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix. Croy water. Okay, what were you going to tell me when we came in? You're like, I have to be on. Oh, so yeah, just being on it. Okay, so like it was super whirlwind when I met you last. Yeah, yeah. And uh, not going to lie, just kind of going from interview to interview, had no idea who you were. Yeah. Like walking in. Yeah. Um, and you drank wine, yeah. I remember. Yeah. And we played. Yeah. And um, had no idea like your popularity. Yeah. Like literally was like, oh, this is some nice... Nice like, girl, just, like yeah. she just does it. She's an upstart podcast, you know. Right. No lie, always meet somebody that found me from you. Like oh, really? your reach is ridiculous. Oh, I, yeah. Not gonna lie, like so many people. I, I loved. I'm so interested where people find me because mm-hmm. it's so random. Yeah. Um, because my stuff, it, it, one song has hit on the radio, and the rest not so much. So it's kind of like this underground thing that happens and um but yeah i mean you're way up there on the top like so many people say they heard me from your podcast um that makes me happy it it almost ties with like the highway the high a lot of the highway loves on me really well but like it is so random uh, but so many people will be like, I heard you. That's um, I love that. Yeah, I love hearing so, that. That's, but yeah, it was. People it was, loved that podcast. Yeah. People really. Well, because you've got such a cool story as well. And right. like where, you know, like the, the whole like you, how you worked at Costco to like get yeah. your music going. And you have six kids. You've been with your girl since high school. Yeah. Like it's just a really cool story, too. Yeah. But but you. Yeah. You killed it. And um, yeah, we still I mean, a lot of lifelong fans from that. So. Oh, that makes me happy. Yeah. You know what? I really appreciate is the fact that you still were willing to come on this podcast thinking it was just (laughs) I was just doing honestly I was doing the rounds yeah one after you know I mean honestly I had just come from working at Costco so I was like hey y'all just tell me what to do and I'm gonna do my best right and so that's that's how I did that podcast and um yeah again I just am not and I guess just where I am in life I really just don't know 
um, really what's going on, like who's who's what and stuff. Yeah, I know because you, know. you, I saw you at my ex's gym. I was. I, I did go to <laughs> I'm that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was we like, did. I'm gonna joke and give him a hard time. I'm totally joking. Are you all buddies? <laughs> no. Oh gosh, are you really not? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> not at all. It's all good though. It that does, you're not good. I, I hold space for him, okay. and it uh, doesn't matter. Okay. You know, at the end of the day, he's doing his thing, and I'm doing mine, and it's. So you don't think I was cheating on you by working out with him? At first, I was like, oh, I just want to message him and be like, don't go there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> But, but I'm, I'm kind of bugging you. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. You are allowed to work out wherever so your little heart desires. Do I have to pick like you or him? No, no. There are still many mutual friends in our lives that I would Good. never, I would never in my life actually get mad at somebody. That's funny. Yeah. But I'm glad you're, I'm, you, you just, you're so candid about it. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's, everybody kind of is so, everybody knows me because of my relationship with him from the show. So it's yeah. like, I can't just leave people in the dark after we break up up and pretend everything was just you know, great just yeah like, you know and i hate those um which i did one of those breakup announcements like we both respect each other and blah 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 yeah i hated that because i wanted to just you know but it, it's the right thing to do yeah but i'm like god that's not me i want to be like well here's what happened <laughs> and <laughs> it's my fault too and it's his fault too right. and this is what happened and we are not on good terms but that's okay yeah yeah but yeah, you know how it is. You should have done that. I, you know, I look back at it now and think I really should have because it just—you could tell that that message did not come yeah. from us, like as a couple. It was very like it's basically like we've copy and pasted everyone. And who do we think we are that we need to announce our breakup to the world? Like, well, it, you know, but it, people wanted to know. Yeah, people, people. And I feel like know. honestly, I don't. Again, I'm I'm not like thoroughly. Um, educated on you and your life but yeah. i feel like most people what they appreciate about you is the not curated yes. version of you and like, i i've never been that way and yeah. i never will be that way but yeah. that's yeah it's it's just such a weird when you when there's another person involved yeah because as much as you could be angry or or upset you right. still have to respect their privacy mm-hmm. and their life and that, yeah. you know they still have to go on and live their life and that's nice of you well <laughs> I even mean, though you didn't want to yeah i mean i won't get into it <laughs> i won't podcast. get into it uh, you know what we will get into is the confessions because oh. we were sorry what is your name again marissa marissa so she was saying oh you gotta tell this one oh, yeah what about this one what about oh, this? and i'm like story. oh yes this, you've got a lot i mean i just do dumb things often perfect you're my um, ideal guest on a podcast then. yeah i mean <laughs> and i'm not you know i was telling you earlier i don't it's not i don't feel embarrassed i'm just kind of like ah that sucks yeah dumb me you know i'm the same um, way i don't get embarrassed very easily yeah i mean and uh and they're always funny you know stories but she was reminding me i mean dude it's been i mean especially with laney involved i mean laney and i were um i'm not like proud of this story but um you know in high school mobile is a, is a the, when when i grew up there there was a lot of underage drinking okay. going on yeah that was a big thing it's almost like a sad epidemic there mm-hmm. in that town and we were a part of it mm-hmm. and um you know, Lanny and I were busted in like the basement 
bed yeah. by her dad oh, one boy. night and he he grabbed my naked body no from the bed and threw me in the garage <gasps> which didn't have a door and it was super cold outside so i'm literally naked naked i think i'm 17 again i i hate like i i my kids know this story yeah like i i try to prepare them for life yeah and this is like one of those mistakes i made yeah. that i look back and i'm like please just don't let this happen to you right um, i'm not sure if my parents know about this story but um yeah that was embarrassing to i mean to say the least uh yeah, he threw me outside, oh, no. gave her like a really long lecture while you, you were know, sitting about there. about um, you know, not getting pregnant yeah. and, and stuff like that. And I'm just standing outside, oh, a little gosh. bit intoxicated. Yeah. And then uh she gave me a ride home, you know, that <laughs> night and uh I got my clothes back. Okay. Um, How long were you the, in the garage for? A long time. Uh but again, I was a little bit, you know, right. drunk, so time was like it didn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. Um, I was just. Oh my god! I, I think the first on my list was like, "Am I gonna like? Should I walk home? Like, yeah. Do I like what is is he coming back out? Like, are the cops coming right now? <laughs> I was just kind of like, "What? Okay, so what? what this now? is a bad bad decision. Yeah. How do how does it get better in the future? <laughs> like, do I hide? Right. In the bushes? Like, I had no. Well, do I knock? It's like, hey, can. <laughs> I'm forgot my here. pants. Like, <laughs> I yeah, I didn't know. And and um, could you throw me a towel? We laughed. Yeah. They they were actually here in town uh, this weekend, and it it's rare that we were together yeah. and that story doesn't come up. I mean, her, <laughs> our, our um, my brother in law and and Lainey's sister, they love to bring that up. Yeah. But but it's not awkward. And again, my no, my kids know. Um, you know, we we try to be very open with them. But again, I mean, that's just. That's just one of a bill. I mean, and again, I don't know if that was embarrassment. Like, well, that it's was funny. It, it was sh- yeah, it's funny. It's funny now. Yeah, and it, I'm not even embarrassed when people bring it up. I okay, mean, well, I'm, what about the time you pooped your pants? So that, <laughs> oddly enough, oddly enough, this 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 was the same day. This was one of those that I was just like, it just happened. Okay. And, um, the funny part of this story to me is the context in it. Like, um, the first record label I ever had was with Capitol Records. Yeah. This was about nine years ago, maybe okay. 10. And, um, I loved kind of being courted by a label. Like yeah. you do, you go from having this like penny pinching life to, you know, I would say goodbye to Lainey and she'd be like, what are you doing today? And I'd be like, they're taking me to PF Chang's for lunch, <laughs> you know, and I would be so excited. You know, I'm going to PF Chang's with the <laughs> label head and my A&R person. Yeah. And we're going to talk about me and my record and my future. And, and it was one of those days. And so they picked me up, you know. From, oh, it was PF Chang's that got you. Yes. Okay. Beware yeah. of the Mongolian bee. Has this happened to you? No, but I've heard. Oh man, stories. So yeah. we go. I tear it up. I'm a Mongolian beef guy. Yeah. Like that's always one of the two that I get. Tore it up. Like yeah. it's not on my dime. I mean, I'm I'm lettuce wrapping it. I'm Mongolian <laughs> beef. I think we even did dessert. Yeah. And uh, this is nine, ten years ago. So I'm in some like. Not white jeans, but yeah. like almost Khaki white. Color. Yes, yeah. uh, and um, you know, boots and stuff. I love trying to look cool. And anyway, they drop me back off, and um, I see on my floorboard. I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a Taylor Swift album. And this, I'm in this piece of crap car, but yeah. I lean over, like, like right when 
low. Like, get got that lo-fi up. But they drop me off, and I'm like literally waving. I'm like, so good to see you. And I lean over to pick up this Taylor and Swift it like album. That? That was it. I was. I thought I trusted a fart. That's uh, what happened. Yeah. Don't and and as soon as I leaned over, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And and it wasn't just like a little bit. It was like a lot. it was a it was a, a good portion. And so I couldn't sit back down. Uh, and I live forty minutes oh from. Oh no. So I, I I had to ride. You used the t- Taylor like, Swift album. No. Uh-huh. I, well, I put. I forgot about that. I just. <laughs> I started driving home, and I had to like prop myself up, and my legs got tired. It was like doing a wall <laughs> sit the whole way home, and I rode. I rode home, and and no joke, when I got home, my in laws had just gotten in town. Oh my god! And so I got to the door, and they were they wanted to hug, and I was like, y'all, just I gotta go take a shower. And I <laughs> Did was you like, tell them? oh yeah, yeah, I told them. Yeah. I was like, this this happened, and they get a kick, like. I think they appreciate my kind of what I bring to the family, yeah. like that we that I do that that happens, and it's like, hey, it happened, yeah. you know, and I, and it kind of brings it out in them. Like that's the thing about when you tell a story like that, somebody's always gonna go, oh, I poop my pants too, you totally, know? And, and they have the same story. So and you bond yeah. with that. Okay, one of the girls who has been on my po- podcast told the story, and she called me the next day to take it off the podcast and, oh, I, wow. and I said listen you are going to get so much support and people who relate <laughs> to your story from this I promise yeah. you if you don't get 20 messages like I'll do something yeah. and she was like the next day she's like oh my gosh everyone poops <laughs> right. their pants yeah. like, it was so funny she was like I've, I've made friends yeah. now like long lifetime yeah. friends through, yeah. through my story it does <laughs> no it happens and again I tell like you know my when my kids were getting older and they would have an accident, it would always help. I'd be like, dude, I did that a few yeah. years ago. Like, it, chill out. It's no big deal. It makes you know? them feel better. Yeah. Support for Off the Vine comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your man's family jewels. It's the holiday season, so it's time to buy gifts for you and your man. And I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. But first, if you don't know about Manscaped and the importance of manscaping, then it's time to hop on the trend. I'm sure there's a man or two in your life that has a few scary experiences trying to groom the old area down there. It's not an easy area to groom, so I hear. You want to make sure you're only using the best on those very precious gems. That's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, and it's also waterproof, which prevents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink, which I always hate. The Lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything your man needs to keep him trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. We've all smelled not-so-pleasant smells down there before. That's why I'm thankful for their Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. Men, You put deodorant on your armpits. Why wouldn't you put deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Hello. Tis the season to manscape. So get your man, dad, I don't know, brother or friends, the best gift of all, Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off free shipping with the code VINE at manscaped.com. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man. And trust me, he will thank you. And men, your balls will thank you. 
Get 20% off and free shipping with code VINE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com, and use code VINE. Naughty or nice, this is the number one gift on Santa's list. Hop on the trending sled today. I mean, that's probably such a topic of conversation in every interview you do that you have six kids. Like, Oh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. I mean, what are the what are the ages now? Because I remember you told me two years so ago. So Leela is going to be 14 on December 22nd. Oh, really? Then, yeah. Coming up. And then the boys are Chapel is 12. Beck, uh, Baylor is 10 and Beckett is eight. And then uh, Loxley is six and Everly is four. Oh my God. So three three boys and three girls and they just they're incredible. I mean they're they're, they're so amazing. And and because is the thirteen year old now old enough to watch the kids all the kids? Oh yeah yeah yeah. We don't. I mean we haven't we haven't paid for a babysitter. You know if we go overnight, we'll, we we right. need somebody you know there. But like uh, tonight we're going to a Christmas party. Yeah. And she'll just keep them for an hour or two. That's you know, she so. must be one lovely little responsible oh, young lady. She's amazing. Yeah. She she truly is. She's um we were just really blessed in the first kid department. Yeah. The rest, I don't know. But I mean <laughs> no but she, you got her. she just really is um you know, Lainey and I have tried to just ask her to just have mercy on us. You know, she's our first. Yeah. And so we're a little freaked out by everything. Yeah. You know, I mean like Instagram, for yeah. instance, oh we're like, gosh. I don't know. Yeah. You know, we, we just, anything social and, and friends, we're, we're just like, hey, I know this, you, you know, you, you feel like we're micromanaging you, but this is why. And Does and she just understand? Really, yeah. I mean, sometimes wow. she's like, I need to go to my room for a sec. But she is very, she's quick to apologize and be like, hey, I get it. Because, you know, one That's thing so nice. you can throw back at your kids is like, especially a girl like her, you can be like, Okay, your kid is in the same situation. What would you say? Yeah. And she'll be like, "Okay, I admit it. You're right, but I still don't want to do it." You know. But at least, she, yeah, no, that's fine if you still don't want to. Right. But if you can acknowledge it, and, yeah, yeah, it's neat that sometimes she can at least just be like, "I get it. I just don't like it." Yeah. Because I can, even as a kid, I was like, "I just don't get it. You are idiots. Yeah. And I'm smarter than you. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. That you was know. Me. And it's funny. I feel like kids are different now. Um, and so I feel like parents are too. But that's what I was going to say. I feel like parents now are a little more honest and like having conversations yeah. with their kids where I think maybe back in the day you just like, this is what it is. And you, you know, you just have this, right? like you didn't, well, my family, I was a little bit lucky in that. Like we talked about everything. That's awesome. But, but I think before that even, you know, you, you don't have these honest conversations and, and admit your mistakes right. and learn from them and talk about it and be vulnerable. Like I think it was always this parent thing and then you're the child. Right. Where now you're having more of like a respect, mutual respect with, with the kids. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, and it shows like I meet kids all the time. I'm just so amazed yeah. by 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 children these days and how they've been treated like adults. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they're just better adults. They're more mature than I ever was at, at the ages that I they are. I think that way all the time about my niece. She's 11. Really? And I'm like, you at 11 is like so 
you're you're just so much further along right. in like maturity than I was at eleven. Yeah, and w- even the way you you know you worry about the kids not being able to hold conversations because they're involved in their phones right. and like right. and she will just FaceTime me and like eye contact and yeah. she asks me questions right. and I'm like I wasn't like that at oh, eleven. I, know. I, know. I didn't. I was so shy and insecure and didn't yeah. even like understand how to be anything but like a stupid little asshole yeah i'm with you i was the same way i mean i i acted out for for, you know for attention and would never have have like sat and had a conversation with an adult you know i I was like get me away from old people (laughs) we'll be right back with more off the vine great therapy you're listening to Off the Vine Great Therapy. Did no. you did you do music your whole life? Like were you um, I loved music my my whole life. Yeah. I didn't I didn't decide to do it as a job till till way late. Oh yeah, um, I feel like I remember. remember this. Yeah, this was like after college. Yeah. Um, I was like, hey, I think I want to be a singer. But no, my my dad was a music minister before he they had me, mm-hmm. and then he he was a realtor while I knew him. But mm-hmm. he, you know, we were at church all the time, yeah. and that's where I learned music. Yeah, was was at a church. Do your kids um, play or or sing? Yeah, you know, I try. I learned with one of my sons that I can really make him hate something that I love. Yeah, if I get too excited about it you know and yeah. that was kind of sports for my first son is mm-hmm. is is when he, and there was a, there's a song on the eight track called chapel and it's about that it's about when he when he popped out i was like let's go to dick's sporting goods right <laughs> now let's <laughs> buy everything yeah and and uh, he's not yeah and he doesn't love sports i mean he he loves sports for the pure enjoyment of yeah. it but there's not a he doesn't have that competitive drive, that mm-hmm. spirit. Yeah. And um, I don't care. I, yeah. I love him for what he does, you know, is passionate about. But I, that was a great lesson to me. And so when it came to music, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm not going to mention it. Because, you know, I, I, in all honesty, I hate to say this because I think people will hear me and be like, oh, he doesn't like his job. But I kind of look at music and really whatever we do is it's very temporary. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I really loved music and I chased it and I still love to make it, but that's not who I am mm-hmm. and it's not what I'm, I have to do forever. And so I don't care. I mean, Leela could wake up when she's 50 and be like, I want to write a song Yeah, and she can, or she could right now, she could be like, I want to be Taylor Swift and she could just pour her life all into it, you know, but that's her decision not mine. And so, but they do, Leela, Leela sings on this eight track. It was what? of her own, uh-huh. like it, it was her, I didn't say, Hey, please do, you know, yeah, I was like, yeah. Hey, you can, if you want this yeah. song. And so we had a great time recording it together. Oh, she cool. sings a song called acceptance speech. Yeah. Um, and uh, name dropping here, but I wrote it with Kelsey Ballerini, yeah. so that was cool. A lot yeah. of people want to hear it now because they know she's right. she wrote it. Um, but you know, um, one of my sons, Baylor, plays drums, but you know, every now and then I'll be like, "Hey, here's a tip in case you want it." Yeah. But I try not to. I just That's try to so stay great. out of it. I like that you let them be. You know, their own. Yeah, I mean, selves. it's you know, here's the deal. Anything like was impressed or or like kind of thrown on you as a kid okay maybe we did it yeah but it's that love that takes you to the next level yeah you know yeah. that's kind of how I was as an athlete I laugh my team laughs because I'm like I mean I love sports yeah but I don't know if I love it as much as people would have thought I did growing up 
But that was what I did. I mean, that's what my brothers were like, hey, do this. My dad was like, do that. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Like, I didn't, I don't ever remember being like, hey, you gonna sign me up for baseball? I just was. Yeah. You know? I think that's probably another reason why the kids are more like mature and have a mutual respect is because I think that's another thing. Like, I think parents a lot of time, again, I always want to say back in the day, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, they just know from what their parents did and what their parents did. And that was always, this is what you're going to do. And right. this is how you're going to do it. Right. And you don't really have an option. Right. And now we give them options. And I think it's just another thing of mutual respect and, right. and, and growing into actually who they are. Being more comfortable and confident in who they are yeah. instead of being told that they should be something else. Right. I think no. that's huge. I mean, we... We try to allow – we're not perfect. God, we're so so messed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, all my kids, they will be on a therapist's couch one day and be like, my dad did this and my mom did that. Well, yeah. that's and, everyone, and, though. Yeah, but – We can all know, benefit from a little therapy. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, yeah, my, my daughter, we had a great experience with her with gymnastics. She okay. Was, she just – Killed it. Yeah. Was it unbelievable? Yeah. Like, made us so wrongfully proud. Yeah. Like, just won everything, and we were like, ah, isn't she amazing? Yeah. I mean, she's ours. Like, that's ours. The yeah. girl with the gold medal. Like, that's, <laughs> we did that. <laughs> you know? And then one day, she was like, I mean, literally, after like five years, she was just like, you know, five years and a ton of money yeah. and like taking her every day. And it had become our life. We yeah. didn't even realize it. But Lainey and I were just living for this, yeah. you know? And then one day, she was like, I just don't love it, you know? And we were, like, so sad. We yeah. were sadder than she was. Yeah. And then she quit on yeah. her own. She told her, you know, she told her coaches, and she it was a process. It wasn't like she just showed up one yeah. day and was like, I'm out. She she notified us, and then she kind of tried it for a few months, and she was like, the passion just isn't there. Mm-hmm. And we've seen just a different kid since she quit. We were like, oh, you are a kid. You're not just a Russian robot like right. that we thought you were, you know, because every conversation was gymnastics. Every Everything yeah. was like workout, gymnastics, flips, all this. And now this this woman like is yeah. blossoming and she's so confident now yeah. because of that choice she made mm-hmm. herself. We could have easily been like, I don't know, like yeah, you, stick you can it get out. a scholarship with yeah. this. Yes. We're going to make you do that, you know. Which but, is which is tough because I think you want them to like succeed at something they're so good at yeah. that you like maybe don't even realize that you could be pushing it on. Yeah. So I love that you guys, you know, like I think that makes a huge difference in a child is to give them choices or yeah. let them have their own choices and decisions to make and i love that she even acknowledges that she just the passion wasn't there anymore yeah. and if she doesn't love it why is she doing it yeah and she taught us that that's not her like yeah. even whether she's a gymnast or not she's just leela yeah she's not you know that's not her identity yeah. which again going back to our like when I was a 16, my image was my base. Right. I was like, I am base. <laughs> I am base. See these speakers? That's me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is so funny. Yeah. They're just, they're so much cooler. They these really days. are. I kind of wish I, I'm like jealous of I know. the kids. I'm like, I wish I was that cool back in the day. I've owned who I was. Like, yeah. I did not, I didn't even, I remember, and I think I've told this story on the podcast, but I remember I didn't even want to go to the vending machine because I thought people were looking at me. Yeah. I get, I know that feeling. Yeah. It's so crazy and like I get that. It's so silly and Or go to the bathroom during class where you yeah. were like, no, no way I'm raising my hand. Yeah. So I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh uh-uh, uh, like, I was too embarrassed. Yeah. That's... Where my kids will be like in the middle of a concert and they'll be like, I have to go pee. Yeah. <laughs> and they're you know kids they're... really do have more confidence, which they need in going into the world mm-hmm. that, you know, we're all living in with social they media. But they d- I I like to hear that you see that in kids. Oh yeah. Because it I gives me kids hope are awesome. for 
they're so creative too. Yeah. Like I'm jealous. Um, we just I got a TikTok or whatever. Oh yeah, and, please um, teach me how to do this. Yeah, well, I'm learning. Okay, and uh, my my daughter's helping me. Yeah, and um, I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of it. I'm like, ah, don't need to look at this, or hey, this is weird and dumb. But a lot of it is like so creative. Yeah, I mean, super creative. Like marketing companies couldn't come up with stuff that genius, and this is just a kid, you know, in their room or because whatever. Because they're they haven't been told to not use their imagination. Right. Like, you know, they're right. they're able to allow their brains to go there. And yeah. Be but creative. It, it's just genius, and I I, I love how you using like kids as examples to empower my kids. I always tell them, I'm like, you can design a dress. Like, yeah. you, you just draw one. Yeah. Like, draw wherever your head, yeah. whatever your head imagines. And, and that's, try to put it on. Yeah. Like, you know, and um, those were things I don't think we were told as no. kids. Like, yeah. we were kind of told, hey, do this, do this, go to college. Yep. And then maybe do a job. Yeah. Or whatever. Whereas, like, now kids are realizing, like, I can invent things mm-hmm. and I can be creative and find weird, fun ways to to pay the bills. Yeah. You know? That's so true. And it does have a lot to do with us, too, and our generation of how yeah. what we want for them. Right. Yeah. Right. That's really cool. All right. So our dog's health is too important to feed him some highly processed burnt brown kibble for every meal. And that's why I've switched to the farmer's dog. It's real food, cooked fresh and delivered right to my door. And really now that I not only have one, but two golden angel babies, and I am serious about what I'm feeding them and serious about what I'm putting in their body. We know that now. Uh, that's why I, I only feed them the farmer's dog. That's it. The farmer's dog meals are made from fresh meat and veggies. There's no wondering what's in my dog's food because we can actually see it and identify every ingredient. So no processing, no sitting on shelves for months at a time, just real fresh food. And my dog's transition to a fresh diet was super easy. They absolutely love it. The farmer's dog worked with top vets to create a complete and balanced meal for your dog. So you know they're getting the nutrition that they need to thrive. And one of my favorite parts is it's pre-portioned for them. So you don't have to worry about under or overfeeding them. And I do have to say their customer service is amazing. You can text, email, or call them anytime and they'll pair you with a pet expert who can help. So Raman was already doing really well on this food, but now that I've added it into Pino's diet, he's been absolutely loving it. His coat already looks shinier. His poops are top-notch, people. Plus, he seriously looks forward to mealtime. They both do. And with plans starting at just $3 a day, less than a morning coffee... I'm able to make it work for my family. It's a small price to pay for a long-term investment in my dog's health. The farmer's dog is a smarter, healthier pet food, making it as simple as possible to give your dog a better diet. So start your trial today by going to thefarmersdog.com slash vine, and you'll save 50% and get free shipping. That's thefarmersdog.com slash vine for 50% off your trial with free shipping. When you go on tour... Yeah. And and you're doing this. Obviously, the kids are at so many different ages that yeah. they have to be at school and and different. How, how long are you gone for at a time? So you know, the, this is a shocker to everyone. But my, my wife homeschools. Yeah. So so we we I have the weird, we have the weirdest lifestyle. Yes. So we stay up. My wife and I stay up till like two mm-hmm. or three, and then and we we don't sleep. While we don't wake up till like ten or eleven. So and okay. our kids are kind of they're like two hours ahead of us. So they'll go to sleep at midnight. And sleep till 10 or something like that. So we're just on this freaky, weird Saturday schedule for life. But it's so that, 
you know, they can come on the road as oh, much as they can. Awesome. And and then when I'm here, they can come to a show. We can just stay out late. Like we don't we don't really have a schedule schedule. But that. yeah, when I'm gone, I mean, I, I'd say the longest um, eight days and it's too much. Like yeah. if I when I went to the UK this past uh, fall or a couple, couple months ago, it was probably like. 10 yeah 11 and that's that's just too much yeah oh good and, i um, love i love that you can do that and oh yeah i feel you've... bad um my favorite is leave on wednesday come back sunday morning yeah and just do that yeah that's to, to me that's like okay i'm working but i'm also home and when i'm home i don't do anything you're just I mean, i'm like, just hanging you're a dad i am yeah i mean honestly my wife would be like i gotta go get cheese from the grocery store yeah. you want to go and I, we'll all just go Aww. you know and so that's how um, being home is so that that's 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 the best thing about my job. Yeah. Do your kids love um, like watching you perform and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they love they're you know talk talking back about how they love music. Like my son, he started playing drums because they would come to shows and he his favorite player he would just watch Pete Wilson play yeah. the drums on yeah. stage you know and uh they love watching they love being like hey you did this different tonight or you know and stuff like that and they so they're paying they attention love, oh yeah they love watching the crowd and um mm-hmm. you know they they have a good time i mean they but they i think it's kind of like their adventure like you know how kids are um I love being with my kids on the road because a hotel to me is just a hotel. But yeah. to them... Oh, it's the best. Woo, yeah. A hotel is like crazy awesome. Yeah. Get. Like Especially if can, there's a water slide. Oh, yeah. Slide, yeah. If there's a pool yeah. si- at all, it yeah. doesn't matter where we're sitting. They're, they're, you know, so all those places are just... They love beds. You can jump back and forth from you know and they just love like my kid loves notepad the little notepads at the you know the hotel i know it's it's those little things that i see and i'm like oh another you know lonely hotel and they're they're they're, they just love it but yeah i mean they i don't like to be away from them that's the hardest part of my job for sure is is saying bye i mean i i sadly did not you know my sons they played flag football and i i saw their last tournament basically yeah, yeah. of this season so that you know that stinks but i mean when i'm home we get to throw and play and i'm that yeah. guy i'm all i'm at every practice yeah you know that i can be at that's awesome um, i'm like i kind of want you to adopt me <laughs> come on <laughs> we want laney and i were talking about it we're, we're in the we're in the uh market okay well perfect come on i uh i could really use dude you siblings. would love our house <laughs> yeah there's a lot there there is a. Uh, there is so much love. In yeah, our house. I can I mean, tell. It's it's just, um, yeah, it's just joy. Yeah, it's just so much joy and a couple dogs and. Oh, what kind of dogs? We have a golden. We're not rescue. Or everybody probably hate us because we have like <laughs> real, you know. That's okay. We have a golden doodle and a uh, cavapoo. Oh, okay. Um, cavapoo's name is uh, Hazel, and then Noli Magnolia is the. Oh, golden I like doodle. that. Yeah, we have two golden retrievers. Okay. Um, named Ramen and Pino. Pino. Yeah. <laughs> and so those, one was cheap and one... Yeah, well, it's so funny because those were the names. We rescued both of them uh-huh. and those were their names. Nuh-uh. When we got... Yeah. Ramen is great. And I was like, oh my gosh, because so he's... Pino. And Ramen, he's just such a little noodle. Yeah. And he's so cute. <laughs> and then Pino is just such a like blubber, like dopey dog yeah. it's so, they're That's so awesome. funny yeah so where did you rescue your dog from south korea of course you did yeah. 
You went abroad. Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy because there's this organization called Bunny's Buddies. And so they go to China and South Korea and rescue a bunch of dogs because sadly people eat dogs over there. Oh, my. And so goodness. they rescue them from like meat trucks and kill shelters. They eat dogs? Yes. Like golden retrievers? Yeah. In fact, Bunny's Buddies saves mostly goldens because they're the um, easiest to abuse in. Oh over there because they take it so well sad it's heartbreaking so i really could i did not need another dog but but the dog needed me yeah and now i'm like can't even imagine my life without them but yeah it's awesome yeah it's it's great so good for you for not a dog no just i know i know everybody a lot of people are like we get that no you do good things don't you worry about that you do good things okay so we're gonna play the new year's game it's not really a game. Okay. But you're just going to answer the questions. Okay. Um, what, New Year's. What's your favorite memory from the past year? Uh, this is weird. This is like super, this is super deep, but I became a Christian like four months ago. No way. First time, like kind of first time or grew up in a church. Yeah. But like didn't really go that direction. Okay. And when, um, when I told my buddy Craig in a like a a sushi restaurant yeah he literally like wept and had to go to the bathroom he was like so genuinely lovingly compassionately excited for me that like he couldn't stand it and uh, it was like a huge scene in the restaurant and that was probably my favorite moment of this year can i ask how that happened yeah i mean it's a super it's a super duper long story um but i kind of um i'll hit the high points like was kind of like i had a probably a lot of animosity towards god like Mm -hmm. i don't know if i was an atheist or agnostic i don't really like study all that stuff so Mm -hmm. i don't know what you would have called me, but a lot of anger, um, family issues to mm-hmm. say the least, um, that kind of took me off of just a, a darker path for a little mm-hmm. while spiritually. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I would have said like, I wasn't a believer to, to anyone. And then, um, you know, Lenny and I have had some tough times, you know, financially for sure. And then we met this family, Craig and Laura Cooper, and, um, they, exemplified Christ like we had never, ever, ever encountered mm-hmm. on this earth. Um, at, the, at the time when they met us, I was an alcoholic. We had we, we were pregnant with kid number six. I'm a struggling, like, singer-songwriter yeah. who plays, like, restaurants, you know, in, in Franklin, um, running out of money, and we had one car, and we shared it. So we were just kind of a lousy sight, honestly, you know, and— um, so anyway, we got to know them and they just, they basically adopted us mm-hmm. um, and our entire family. Like, honestly, at that time, I was more like the hide your kids, hide your wife, here comes that guy, yeah. the long hair guy. And they were like, we love you. Like, thank oh. you for coming to Redeeming Grace Church, you know. And so that was very impactful uh, upon me. I had a lot of negative, wrongful negative feelings just towards Christians in general. You know, uh, all I saw was hypocrisy, which is now I, I, I'm, I, I repent of that. I, I hate that about myself then. But that's what I saw. And anyway, this loving family um, just kind of fell upon us. And um, my relationship with them 
kind of started to soften me and change me. And I wrote a song, actually, this sounds weird, but I wrote a song called Craig. And it just thanks him for giving us a vehicle. Because what happened was about two years after we knew them, Craig showed up at one of my son's baseball games unannounced. And he had the title to his own van. And he... Uh, is not a rich guy by worldly standard at mm-hmm. all. This is this this was actually they needed this van, but mm-hmm. they gave it wow. to us, and then they went out and bought a very meek replacement. Like they, it's not like they went and bought a Lexus. Like they yeah, went yeah. out and bought another used car. Yeah, uh, that wasn't a far step above their van, but they had prayed about that, and it it was as if to say, "Hey, I encourage you." you, you I, and, and he always liked what I was doing. He was always a, a, a unconditionally loving of just my talents mm-hmm. and my gifts and was very kind and um, supportive. But anyway, he gave us that car and it was a really a breaking moment for me because I was very proud. I didn't want to need help. Um, and I wasn't very thankful when mm-hmm. he gave it to me. I, I did not want to receive the gift. I remember my daughter actually saying, Dad, just take the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, we took it. And as I used the car and the, that burden was lifted from us, um, I began to just be filled with gratitude. And so I wrote in this song, and the song is about how, you know, um, He's not the light of the world, but I wish mine would shine as bright as his. You know, uh, um, how's it, how's it go? Uh, well, he can't walk on water or, or turn or turn it Napa Valley red, but he just might be tight with a man that did. And it just wow. talks about, hey, you know, he just might know Jesus. And whether I wanted to admit it or not, that's kind of where I was in life. Is like I don't know, like this guy really might know. Jesus, you know, so that began to impact me. And this is kind of funny, but I love that you're allowing me to admit this because I don't think I've said this to anybody, but I was so proud of that song as, as a as a thank you note mm-hmm. to him. And um, it became a single. And as I would go out on the road, I would want people to be like, wow, what a lyric, mm-hmm. you know, but all they heard was Jesus through this song. They mm-hmm. They didn't hear like, Oh, Walker's a great writer. And it would frustrate me. Like people would stand in line and be like, man, um, you know, I went to church for the first time after hearing that song. It made me cry. And I'd be like, but I'm I'm a good writer, right? You know, (laughs) and and and, you know, it was just very impactful on people in a way that I I was I was almost pissed. I was like, hey, I don't want you to hear that. Like, did you hear I'm not a Christian? Craig is. Yeah, it's a good song. Right. You know, and so anyway, um, but then success, what happens was uh, success kind of happened to me, which is not always the greatest like thing for a human, you know, because you taste it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, ah, how do I do that again? Mm-hmm. And and then you also taste it and you go, that didn't fill me up like I thought it would. So then you keep wanting more and keep exactly. doing it. Exactly. Yeah. So you get on that wheel and then we lost Oakley. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was our seventh kid, a daughter. My wife carried her nine months and oh she, was, she her heartbeat went away an hour before she she was born. Oh, and so, so uh, almost lost Laney. And so, you know, when you combine all those things, I just was super lost wow. and uh, empty. I didn't want to do my job. Uh, I just thought every job was stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought writing music was dumb. But the fans that were still continually reacting to, you know, Craig's song impacted me. And I think I was just getting nudged 
you know, further and further towards Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, ultimately, I read a book by a girl named Rosaria Butterfield, and her testimony um, really impacted me. It's a great read called Secrets of an Unlikely Convert. And uh, and then just one day said, yeah, you know, I, I could no longer fight that urge. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know what that, like, meant like I could I could no more preach the gospel right now than I don't know who but I am not equipped I'm just a newbie yeah. and um just kind of dove off so yeah well, I know that was the longest story yeah well it's not me you know I truly feel like I truly feel like it it you know for for once in my life honestly it's that that isn't me yeah. that's completely a holy spirit thing I don't think you do that without something supernatural you know, happening. I was going to say, it's like everything that you've gone through in your life has, you wouldn't have got to where you are without all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It it, it baffles me. It's, 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 it's like beyond it's, it's a, there's a lot of miracles. I, I, I call them miracles, but one huge one to me is that I can actually look at the loss of a, of a child and say that, I, you know, obviously want my child back, but beautiful things are happening to my household Mm -hmm. because of the wisdom that we gained by losing Oakley, you know, and that's a miracle that I can say that in a mic. I mean, there were times where I wanted to punch every face I saw, Mm -hmm. you know, during a day um, because of that just emotion or that hurt you yeah. know so yeah i mean our our house it is it's filled with with joy that joy yeah and um it's really helped you know i don't know we we look at life in a different way we look at this industry in a completely mm-hmm. different way um i you know i merely would like to just be some type of vessel that points to god yeah that's so, everything you say is just so beautifully said. Oh, too. you're like, sweet. It is. I'm just. I. I feel like I'm just like I don't even have words because I'm like, <laughs> yes, wow. <laughs> I'm just moved. I'm moved by you well, and your and your you. your stories and everything that you do to provide like love and and comfort in your home and just like I love how your mind works. Well, thank you. And your heart, like wow. you, it's just really really special to hear the way you think and and operate. Wow, you're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a weird, I have a weird brain. No, it's I. I wish my brain functioned like yours. It's not weird. It's well, it's it can be, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's like beautifully weird. I love that. Beautiful. That's my next single. <laughs> Walker Hayes' next single. Beautifully, beautifully weird. weird. All right. So you guys heard my recap of Siesta Key season one from Tuesday's episode, and it was a doozy. But I have to tell you about season two. And get you all ready for season three, which is coming up soon. I don't know how you can't be into it after my explanation of it from season one. So season two gets right into Alex and Juliet's drama. Once again, an old flame of Alex's comes into the picture along with his old nemesis, Jared, who also used to date his ex, Madison. Chloe tries to stir the pot with Alex and Juliet by encouraging Kara to interact with Alex in front of Juliet. And we all know how Juliet handles that. Juliet, the poor thing, just wants to be the queen of Siesta Key, and her king doesn't seem to be on the same page. 
Chloe reveals a huge secret that she's been keeping for two years now, and it shakes up the group, creates an even bigger divide between her and Juliet. Kelsey tries to maintain a long-distance relationship with someone back in L.A., and we can all imagine how that must be going. Garrett develops feelings for Alex's old flame, Kara, which lands her an invite to Juliet's birthday party in Miami, where she fully tells Kara that she doesn't want her there. Ouch. Juliet's insecurities with Alex flare up again. They break up again. The two of them find themselves in a real tough spot when Juliet walks in on Alex with two girls. Not one, two. Guys, these people will not quit. I'm telling you. Meanwhile, Brandon somehow convinces his ex, Madison, to be in a music video for his new song that he wrote about her when he already has a new girlfriend. This also leads to Madison breaking up with her boyfriend, Ben. Eventually, Juliet and Alex get back together again because he said nothing happened. Well, I did the quotes there. Nothing happened while two girls were sharing his bed with him and everything is peaches. Wrong. Chloe gets insider info from a friend who said that Alex was bragging about hooking up with one of the girls and Juliet finds out and now things are no longer peaches again. The season wraps up with everyone going their separate ways except Brandon and Madison who have decided to rekindle their past relationship that she ended because he cheated on her. My goodness. What a journey it has been, you guys. So something I'm looking forward to in season three is an exciting new guest. And that's Bachelorette's Robbie Hayes, okay? He's in a relationship with Juliet. Really excited to see what happens here and how Alex handles seeing her with literally anyone else. But wait, Alex also has a new love interest, Alyssa, and I'm sure she's exactly his type, a female who breathes. (laughs) That's his type. Madison moves to Los Angeles to try acting and also date an older man who will have to earn everyone's approval. As always, Chloe doesn't approve of anyone's relationship, especially Juliet and Robbie's. Since Madison left for L.A., Brandon decided to try and get cozy with Amanda from the friend group who also broke Chloe's nose in season one. Gosh, there's so much to see. All I know for sure is at this point that the friendships and relationships will continue to be tested. The pot will keep being stirred. And with so many newcomers, there is a lot left for us to watch with this group of friends at Siesta Key. Catch up on season two, every episode streaming now on MTV.com and the app and get ready to dive into the new season on Tuesday, January 7th at eight o'clock Eastern slash Pacific and seven o'clock Central on MTV. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. During the season of giving, we'd like to offer you a little something special, and all we're asking in return is a few moments of your time. We need you to complete a short survey because your opinion really matters to us, and it actually helps support the show. So it'll only take a couple of minutes, and if you're one of the first people to do it, we'll give you a reward in return. Sounds pretty cool, am I right? Just go to podcast1.study and everything will be right there for you. That's podcast1.study. The first 150 people who complete the survey will get a $10 gift card to amazon.com. All of our shows are supported by advertisers, so filling this out will really, really help us and help you in in the long run. So please go to podcast.study. And as always, thank you to my vinos for supporting the show. Now back to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Do you know my one of my favorite songs is still Beer in the Fridge? Oh, thank you. I yeah. love that song. You told me about it on the last yeah. podcast, and yeah. I, I listened to it, and I was like, wow, I still love listening to it every time I get thank goodbumps, you. and like, it's just so good. I, I love all of your music. That. No. Your music you. is very unique and refreshing, and it's it's just such a cool vibe. I love it. Well, thank you. That, and I'm, I love that you love those songs, those types of songs. There's been many men who've shown up 
at a concert and said, "Hey, I'm I'm 30 days sober." Yeah, because I heard that, you know. And yeah. and while it's you know while it's fun to you know gain status and followers, mm-hmm. nothing is cooler. Um, than when someone is brave enough to come up and, and mm-hmm. nothing, nothing ignites your soul to create, mm-hmm. you know, is, is, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not when someone's like, congrats on your 5 billion followers, right. here's a golden plaque for your right. mantle. Like yeah. you don't, you're like, oh yeah, fun. And it's fun to put on a dress, I guess. And yeah. Be like, yay me. But yeah. like what really kills you is probably when somebody comes up in a coffee shop and they may have some tears in their eyes and yes. be like, hey. When y'all talked about this, like I needed to hear that. Absolutely, um, that's and, and sometimes I'm guilty of getting lost in the stupid oh, shit. Like, yes, you know, oh. so guilty. And then we were talking about our shoes. Earlier, yeah. like <laughs> oh, I actually have those same ones. To be honest, oh, you do? with the little green. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. It's, you Reba. gotta have yeah. the green. Yeah, they're, you do. It's not very, authentic. It's like classic. Yeah, sorry to. No, no, no. But, but it's, yeah, we get caught in the stupid. I get so caught up in it, and and then I'll you know. Someone will tell me a share a story like we were just saying, and I'm like, oh my god, perspective, and like this is why I love doing this, and this is I would do this if I didn't have all of those followers. Like yeah. I still, I've always wanted to do something like this. So, right. it's, and you really have to remind yourself and t- like take yourself down a couple notches yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I I feel that. Um, well. I guess we'll have a couple more questions in this sweet game. <laughs> no, yeah. That's basically We were going to play question. a game. <laughs> well, I always say, I always have like oh, little wow, segments. Oh, wow, I forgot. Like, ah. That's how that started. Yeah, but that's a, that's okay because that was one of my favorite things to hear. So thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to know your favorite song that you released in 2019. Um, so that's this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough. I'm going to say for from like a... Let's see how, like, let's just have fun watching people react to this. Uh-huh. I'm going to say Black Sheep, but um, uh, Close One would be Ch- Chapel, okay. a, a song for my, for my son, Chapel. I love Chapel. that name, too. Yeah, we, so we named him after Billy Chapel from the, the movie For the Love of the Game. Have you ever I've seen I've heard of that? it, but I don't Great think Great movie. Yeah. And it's about, it's about a guy succeeding and having everything, and then he's just super sad oh, because okay. he has everything but not the things that matter. Yeah. And um, so anyway, Chapel is such a unique kid, and um, we just have a special bond. We're complete opposites. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why we work together. Like one-on-one, we just have like a very unique communication level. Like Mm -hmm. we, we enjoy each other's sense of humor. I think he enjoys mine. um, (laughs) That's really great because a lot of kids don't appreciate their parents' sense of humor. No, I think he, I think he gets a kid. I honestly, I think he, he, he kind of sees me as like kind of a big dummy, which is a, but he, I, I think he loves me and respects me as a father, but I think he knows that I'm just like. Uh, You're just a grown yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's very smart yeah. and, and, and very wise and, like, very good at things that I'm not, like math and um, just – it's such a logical brain, yeah. you know. Isn't and, it crazy how different they can all be? Oh, you, my goodness. I know. Night and day, every yeah. single one Every of one them. of them? Yes. Yeah. So different. But, so um, yeah, this song is about me taking him to his first basketball practice and – uh I was so jacked. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, because he killed it. He had a great practice. And I, I, I remember getting in the car. Like I was like, yes. And then on the way home, I, I was like, so 
how was it, man? Yeah. Like, it's pretty, pretty fun, right? <laughs> like, I was like, endorphins? Yeah. Uh, you know? Uh, adrenaline? <laughs> what, what's going on in your heart? <laughs> and uh, he was like, Dad, he goes, did you know that there are 274 light bulbs in the scoreboard? Oh. And uh, it just like, I almost cried. I was like, this serves me right. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care no. at all about what happened. He's a happened. numbers guy. He was. He, yeah. he saw the scoreboard. He did the math. Yeah. He was right. Wow. It was crazy. And um, But yeah, the song says, you know, I said, no, nah, man, I didn't. But hey, our dreams might be different. And then the chorus just says, chapel, uh, little apple, fall as far from the tree as you need to. My love can reach you. And oh. um, But yeah, he loves Gosh. the song. And what's cool is that he doesn't love song. Like he loves uh, techno music and yeah. like anything game wise. Mm-hmm. And um, but he loves this song. Yeah. And so like it, it gets us emotional together. Like if we're in the car, I'll turn it up and be like, it's good, right? And, uh, <laughs> That's about you. He lo- yeah, he, he really, he, he appreciates it. That's so, that, so sweet. That meant a lot to me to, yeah. to be able to articulate that, I guess, for him in my love language in a way that he appreciates it i guess i don't know no that's that's amazing and it's all of your lyrics are just so like i love the way you tell a story thank you and it's all real like it's all it's your life but you do it in such a i don't know how to i mean everyone that's listening needs to listen to your to your music because yes yes, you do especially (laughs) black sheep uh yeah Yeah. (laughs) but yeah it, it is just really um unlike a lot of anyone it's not yeah. like anyone else is doing and i just it's so i i just really love your lyrics well thanks i try to encourage all art like i wrote with kaylee hammock today mm-hmm. and um i've got nothing but great things to say about her but you know i encouraged her to to do her you mm-hmm. know it's easy like you said to get caught up and mm-hmm. and be like ah this guy does that and it's working really good maybe i sh- maybe yeah, i don't. should be yeah. a little bit of that but no you know i think that people are most moved from you when when your soul is out there creatively and and um and i also feel like that's something that that's gold like you yeah. possess what no one else does yep. you know like my brain it's not like anybody else's so mm-hmm. why would i try why would i want to go yeah. try to imitate someone else you know yeah. it took me a while to learn that but i try to you know try to teach my kids that i was gonna say that's just like such a great life lesson you know yeah. is is to no matter what you're doing in life is to not try and just do it because somebody else is and and it's not something that right. you are like fires you up. Right. Because I mean, I, I, we've all done that and we will all oh, do yeah. that, you know, and I've especially like coming out of the show and then you see other bachelorettes that come off and you're like, oh, should I have been doing that? Right. Or should I? Do, and why didn't I have this? And then again, taking yourself down a couple notches, being like, why would you want that? That's not you. And that's not right. who you are. And that's why people that's how you're going to build the right people around you right. too, is by not trying to be somebody else right even if yeah i mean even if you're a, a big dum-dum and doing embarrassing things and <laughs> yeah. say, that's who you are yeah, like you know you just gotta own it yeah you know, own and that's why people are. love you and that's that's well, just it's, too. it's very important so i just i really appreciate our conversation and i just yeah me too really uh, thank you for coming in here again and mm-hmm. and doing this and, and we can't make it two years again i'm about to say we gotta <laughs> do it sooner <laughs> we should like put it in the calendar of uh, the same we do Let's the do same it. same day every year Let's do it for the next 
thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thirty People years. Like, oh God. <laughs> okay. Go uh, my last question for you yeah. is: What is? I'm not really big into re- New Year's resolutions, but what's yeah. your biggest goal in 2020? Okay. Um, you know, to maybe not, uh, it has a lot to do with what we're talking about. You know, I could always use this type of conversation to remind me that I am not a a famous celeb. Like that's not who I am Mm -hmm. at heart. Like Mm -hmm. that goes away. I'm still me and, and, um, I'm still a father and, um, still a husband and, um, I want to rest in that and, uh, you know, I I could always use a little, you know, you talk about getting caught up in just the race of it all. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's so hard. Gosh. And I, and I, uh, I would like to think less of that, you know, worry less about that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, remember that my, you know, my confidence should come from Jesus, like we were talking Mm -hmm. to and not things of this world mm-hmm. you know not to buy into the hype hey if i have a hit song don't like get on that wave and surf it just have a hit song like yeah okay great i have a hit. if i have a flop song don't get in that black hole of yes. depression just have a flop mm-hmm. move on yeah you know um and so yeah you know my my wife and my kids thank god you know i have them because they are just visual tangible mm-hmm. things that really help me stay you know from those dark places but um yeah just to may- maybe rest a little more in in you know what is promised uh to me but yeah that and then um you know as far as working out i will say it is definitely it, it becomes an idol to mm-hmm. me and there's got to be a stopping point like i need to qu- like yeah i'm getting old like and i'm kind of like I don't ever take my shirt off anyway, like, <laughs> unless they used to be like, "Hey, we need a shot for the gram," and then and now I'm just kind of like, I don't know, like it should just be like a to a healthy yes place yes you know it, um, you're doing it. But I I hate working out. You do? Yeah, I do. Um, I do it. Yeah, and it makes because it. It's good for my mental health. Okay. So that's, I really, if I don't work out, I feel like I get in a really bad rut of like depression and anxiety. Okay. So I do it for my mental health. Gotcha. Um, well, I mean, and let's be a little, I, I want to look good too, but that's, yeah. the, but the main reason is because I just feel like it's such a, and that's, I, I want in, for me in 2020, I, I want to like remind myself of that and like yeah. not, not go to the gym because I'm punishing myself for eating the cheeseburger, you know, yeah. like. I'm doing it because it really does make me feel better mentally. Yeah, yeah. and that would be that would be a great way because because I agree with you. For working out does the same yeah. for me, yeah. but I I focus too much on the like oh you can see another pack in my abs yay yeah do you like, get excited when you have like veins? I mean I'm a naturally vascular oh, yeah, you person, are. so I don't really like that's not yeah. something I I'm not like oh I need you know more veins, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that yeah, was a weird question weird. for me to ask you. Yeah, but no, like I... Do you I, like veins? I... <laughs> what? I would love a vein right here. <laughs> a new... No, I... Uh, yeah, but I... You know, I can get obsessed. I get obsessed with things, too. You know, even, even working out, it's the same as writing. Like, do you ever feel like... Um, like, 
even when I'm not accomplishing anything, if I'm trying to accomplishing, accomplish something, mm-hmm. sometimes it gives me this fallacy, like this false sense of, oh, you are fixing something, mm-hmm. but oh, I'm not. I'm just spinning my wheels. Yes. So I would like to not do that yeah. next year. You know, like just try less hard, <laughs> yeah. I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Like this past mean. week, like I'm really, it's really tough for me to be off. Like mm-hmm. to, to to not have work because yep. I'm I'm always like is everything okay yeah. out there like do I have a job in January <laughs> but um and I'm not gonna like change anything yeah. by like going and whittling away in right. my office like just chill you just, out you just watch Elf be. with the kids like uh. yeah. You know, just relax. But. Well, I love that. I hope you and your family have such a great holiday. Oh, we and, will. And we will. I know you will. I want to be there. Come on. <laughs> you want to do it? Come on yeah. over. Yes, I will. <laughs> you know I will. And then I won't. Bring your I won't, dogs. I won't bring leave. Bring ramen and, and Pino. Pino. Okay. Pino. And I'm going to bring Jason, too, because oh yeah, he, he really likes your music, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know who Jason is. That's He's my boyfriend. He's, yeah. you're, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you going to marry him? I think so. Oh, yeah, but I'm a little jaded because I was engaged before, and then I'm like, I don't know, am I? <laughs> Are we? Just, am I just going to get a ring on my finger and then not get married? Well, this is like, this is kind of different, right? It's a much different. Got to say, yes, yeah. a much different situation where, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like a forced TV. You're not engagement. on another show, are you? No, no. But sadly, he's from the same show. Just That's different. Okay. Just different season. You, you, you both experienced it. It's true. That's like. It is kind of PTSD. You're no, that you're, you're right. Sharing, which is that's okay. You're right. I feel like Lainey and I feel, feel that from Mobile. Like we both yep. kind of have Mobile PTSD, and we and you we bonded, bonded and we moved that. to Nashville. Yeah, and that kind of got us going. No, I hear that. I hear that. And is there anything we missed that you wanted to say? No, we have said it all. Okay. Like probably said too much. No, never enough. I, <laughs> if I could have you on like every week for a little like reality check and and come on, feel feel joy and love. Um, but thank you so much. Thank you for and, having me. Seriously, thank you. And where can people find your TikTok? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Walker Hayes of. At Walker Hayes official, and yeah, my we're we're doing some dances. Where there's like a whip challenge that oh. happens on Black Sheep, so that's kind of the oh, that's cool underlying. I'll learn initiative. how to do TikTok and do it. Okay, okay. I'll I really okay. need like a TikTok lesson. You get a TikTok and, and I have a do TikTok. The, oh, you do? Yeah, but I don't know well, how to use it. You need to do the whip. Okay, okay. we'll teach. You, yeah, teach me. We'll do a TikTok after this, and you can teach me. Do you really not? You don't. You just don't use it. I, I've made three videos and I it's me being like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> That's okay. pretty much it. Um, and Marissa then, will help you. She knows. Okay, good. Um, and then your Instagram and... Instagram and um, Marissa helps me run that. And yeah. then uh, Twitter. We do that. Do we have Facebook? Still have, it, I didn't know Facebook was still like alive. I know, it's still a thing. Um, and everything's just at Walker Hayes, at right? At Walker, yeah. Okay, amazing. Well, everybody go follow and and let's do the whip. To, to is the that challenge. what it's called? Hey, thank you, though. This this really is fun. Of course. I enjoy this. You thank do a you. good job. Well, thank you. Sometimes I like, I don't articulate things very well, but I like. You do great. I just love the conversations. Yeah, you do an awesome job. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine, Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini-sodes every Thursday. And check out new full-length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's not with OTV?
This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by LaCroix. Enjoy LaCroix Sparkling Water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. LaCroix Sparkling Water is available nationwide, so for a full list of retailers, visit www.lacroixwater.com. Manscaped, naughty or nice, this is the number one gift on Santa's list. Hop on the trending sled today and get 20% off and free shipping with code VINE at manscaped.com. Farmer's Dog, the Farmer's Dog is a smarter, healthier pet food, making it as simple as possible to give your dog a better diet. Start your trial today by going to thefarmersdog.com slash vine and you'll save 50% and get free shipping. And MTV's Siesta Key. Every episode of Siesta Key is streaming now on MTV.com and the app. And get ready to dive into the new season on Tuesday, January 7th at 8 o'clock Eastern Pacific and 7 o'clock Central on MTV. All right. So there are shows and films that you like. There are shows and films that you love. And then there are the truly special ones you cannot get enough of. The ones that come around once every so often. They take up huge chunks of your time and energy. And you find yourself making like pretty much every conversation about it. Okay, well, I'm Obsessed with This is a podcast about those shows. So I'm Obsessed with This is hosted by writer and co-host of Who Weekly, Bobby Finger. And it isn't just about the biggest titles on Netflix. It's about their top tier favorites. Every episode features a special guest who has been chosen a title of their choice as their current obsession from reality shows to soap operas to movies, literally anything that they're loving right now. The conversations often move beyond the Netflix title and onto the guest's larger, more existential obsessions like the episode about Tall Girl, chosen by writer and Call Your Girlfriend co-host Anne Friedman, who spent the conversation discussing what it was like to be obsessed with her height throughout high school. In December, they'll be talking about the wonderful world of Netflix holiday content as well as a look back at 2019. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm always having this conversation with people about new shows to watch. So this will be a great podcast. New episodes of I'm Obsessed With This are released every Tuesday. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.